0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Covering your Minnesota Twins means going beyond the dugout and diamond. This is the show that invites you in and introduces the other sides of the players and coaches when they are away from the ballpark. This is Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins. Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins is presented by Discover St. Louis Park. Stay, shop, eat, and play comfortably close to
1: target field. Find it all at Park.com. Now, here's Chris Atterbury. Well, good evening and a happy Wednesday to you, and welcome to Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins all across the Treasure Island Baseball Network as we are creeping up on the 2016 campaign how close are we three weeks from today spring training opener for the 2016 minnesota twins it'll be on our airways across the network against the boston red sox on march 2nd so we are getting there and we are getting there in a hurry today chance to get to know a couple of folks who you'll hear from a little bit throughout the course of the season we'll start with joel Leppel, the pride of plato minnesota he's the twins minor league field coordinator he is actually in fort myers now Camp doesn't officially open here for another week and change but he is there now he has been there for quite a while working out with players minor league major league alike and he'll tell us a little bit about what it's like at the complex that gorgeous CenturyLink sports complex in Hammond Stadium what it's like before camp officially opens who's there what they're doing what the routine is all about including some insights on guys like Oswaldo Arcia and also Miguel Sano as he transitions to the outfield. So we'll hear from Joel Leppel on all of that. Then our primary guest tonight, Jake Reed. Jake Reed, a closer at the University of Oregon, drafted in 2014, one of a slew of promising young relievers with the Minnesota Twins. Experienced his first Twins Fest this year a couple of weeks ago here at Target Field. He'll experience his first big league camp coming up here in a couple of weeks, and he is an interesting guy. Nice fella to get to know. His friends in the minor leagues call him State Farm because he introduced himself simply as Jake without a last name. We can't prove he's wearing khakis tonight, but Jake Reed will be our guest here on Deep Cuts. We'll also play Scouts Honor, of course. Your chance to win two tickets to a Twins game this summer at Target Field. If you can deduce from the actual clues of a scouting report lifted straight from Terry Ryan's filing cabinet, what twin, past, present, or perhaps future, we are talking about in scouts honor the first clue is just moments away first though a couple of news and notes and it's been a bit of a quiet week is really a build up now towards spring training starting as we mentioned three weeks until spring training opener we will broadcast that game Corey and danny will be on site it'll be all across the network on march 2nd against the red sox before that gotta have your equipment came across a couple of the guys frank and timmy today starting to sort through the storage room truck will get loaded at target field on Friday, we'll be in Fort Myers by Tuesday to start the unloading, and the season really begins in earnest after that. One note, there will be one face that won't be in uh, Fort Myers in a Twins uniform. That is the face of Doug Bernier. Bernier, 35-year-old veteran infielder, has played parts of 44 big league games for the Twins in the last several years. He has been an absolute rock at AAA Rochester. A lot of people think he'll make a great coach or manager. I certainly would agree with that. He's not quite ready to quit playing yet. Very amicable split, but he is seeking a bit of playing time. Cited the presence of guys like Polanco, Santana, and he thought maybe it would be best to try things in another organization. So he has signed with the Texas Rangers. Doug Bernier is fine, a guy as you'll meet in the game. Best of luck to him with the Rangers. Certainly a guy Twins organization would love to have back at some point. One other note: Caribbean World Series always a great event comes to a dramatic close. Mexico wins it, and they do so in walk-off fashion, so congratulations to them. Let's get now to our Scouts Honor competition and then get on into a meat of our conversation with Joel Leppel. This is Deep Cuts, and it's brought to you by Discover St. Louis Park. Stay, shop, eat, and play comfortably close to Target Field. Find it all at discoverstlouispark.com. We're trying to discover who we're talking about in this scouting report. It's easy to play via Twitter. It's at Twins Radio, hashtag Scouts Honor. No apostrophe. Hashtag Scouts Honor via Twitter. What twin, past, present, maybe future, is this line referring to directly from a scouting report? He does not walk, and he does strike out, but he passes the eye test as a contact hitter. Some of you seam heads just kind of got a twinge when you heard eye test, but here's the exact quote. He does not walk, and he does strike out, but he passes the eye test as a contact hitter, Hit us up with your guest, hashtag ScoutsHonor, at Twins Radio. We'll step aside when we come back. Joel Leppel from Fort Myers tells us what's going on at the complex and what's to come right here on your home for Twins Baseball.
2: St. Louis Park is a great place to shop, stay, eat, and play. But did you know you better watch out for fly balls? That's because St. Louis Park is that close to Target Field. St. Louis Park is close to it all, providing big city amenities with small town charm and conveniences like free parking and it's ideal for your twins pregame game routine. DiscoverStLouisPark.com can help you plan your next business meeting, weekend getaway, wedding or any occasion, receive discounted rates on lodging and planning assistance. Find it all in one place, DiscoverStLouisPark.com, comfortably close to Target Field.
3: Don't let a sports injury keep you from achieving your goals. Mayo Clinic Sports Medicine Center's leading orthopedic surgeons treat athletes of all ages and abilities, including professional athletes from around the world, using minimally invasive techniques that reduce pain and speed recovery. It's sports medicine designed by Mayo Clinic experts. Make your appointment today at Mayo Clinic Square in Minneapolis or Mayo Clinic in Rochester. Mayo Clinic is changing your game.
0: You've upgraded from your old flip phone. And that old dinosaur of a TV. Not to mention the fax machine. But what about that old car, truck, or SUV in your driveway? It's time to get into the new with Ford. New is Ford, America's best selling brand. Because new is the power and performance of available EcoBoost engine technology. New is an available 180 degree front camera that lets you see around corners. New can practically park itself with available active park assist. New is an available hands-free foot activated lift gate that'll give you a hand when yours are full. And new is a bird's eye view of your truck from an available 360 degree camera. So get into the new with Ford. Visit your local Ford dealer or go to Ford.com for current offers sales claim based on 2015 calendar year sales January through November
4: it's more than a network it's reliable uptime and multi-layered security it's your company's backbone with CenturyLink you get advanced technology solutions including a high-performing broadband network along with cloud and hosting services all with dedicated responsive support getting a trusted partner means you're free to focus on growing your business CenturyLink, your link to what's next. Visit CenturyLink.com slash link today.
1: You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Welcome back to Deep Cut. It's a gorgeous Wednesday here in the Upper Midwest. And a son of the Upper Midwest, Joel Leppel is nowhere near these cold temperatures. He's down in Florida. He's the field coordinator with the Minnesota Twins. He's scouted, he's managed, he's coached, he's done it all. And right now, Joel is holding down the fort as he prepares for first the truck to arrive and then a full squad uh, of uh, players to report for spring training. And, Joel, what is the the scene like down there? Because I know it's not officially camp time, but things have changed in that you've got folks who are there year-round. You've got folks trickling in for a variety of reasons at various times. Is that kind of part of of your job down there right now to kind of keep track of the, the comings and the goings?
5: Well,
6: since I've become a Florida resident, I spend more time down there. but since we remodel it, you know, we have that big academy here. Players are allowed to come down here and we house them and feed them. It's an invitation. It's not mandatory. We've upgraded our facility. So basically I got down here about January 10th and we had a strength camp. uh, Back back then with about uh, 10 guys that lasted about two and a half weeks and I like to be down here for anybody that's available. It's kind of easy going, there's no schedule. What we're doing right now is uh, breakfast is open at the academy from seven to eight o'clock, and then from eight o'clock to nine o'clock, the players can come in and get loose. They can work out in the gym. We have a a time span from nine to 10 that if any pitchers want to throw, we got a couple catchers that catch them in the bullpen. From 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock, we have availability for the outfielders to work on some drills. Uh, The infielders field ground balls. And then at 11 o'clock, we have batting practice. So it's not mandatory, but we're open and and the players have the availability if they want to do anything they want to do.
1: Yeah, and I tell you what, it's a real game changer, the academy, because... A guy like, say, Kyle Gibson who lives there in Fort Myers can come over and work out. That's always been the case. Or a guy like Clint Perkins. But a minor league guy who maybe doesn't have the either the fiscal means or the ability to, to find a place year-round in Florida, the ability to have a place to go and stay and get food and still work out in what are really the critical years as to where their career is going to go, that's a whole nother level of opportunity for these kids.
6: Oh, that's a big plus if you look back when I played in the minor leagues, we never even thought of those opportunities uh, Players what we do is we set it up. We have about three or four dates where players are allowed to come And we don't it's not a freelance deal if they come in like we've had them come in on the 15th of February the 1st of February They have a choice of the 22nd or the 28th and when they come, basically we do ask them to work out in condition but their their housing's paid for and they get three meals a day. Uh, it's definitely a plus for those players that come down.
1: Yeah, and you know, one it's one thing to have the strength guys on hand. I know Perry's always around, and you can get your workouts in and your conditioning. But you mentioned the skill stuff as well, outfield play, taking ground balls, and these are things that are harder to replicate for a player during the course of an off season. And especially, you know, a guy like Miguel Sano moving to the outfield is a, is going to get a lot of attention. But a lot of minor league guys are making tweaks as well. And to be able to do specific drill work, I would think, would also be uh, a major uh, upgrade from from past years and availabilities and opportunities.
6: Well, that's absolutely correct. What the players tell me, you know, it's, it's especially for guys in the north, like, I remember when I used to get ready to come out and play with the Expos, you know, you're working indoors, and we used to do all our college stuff indoors. But now they got the ability uh, uh, availability to come out here where the weather is decent. They can uh, work out on the field. There's always a change when you work throwing indoors to going outdoors. You come acclimated to what you're going to be doing. It's a definite plus for the players. Uh, we don't really... Uh, stress like we're going to do this and we're going to really we kind of I kind of always work at what what player wants what does he want to do like one guy might want to work on one certain fundamental another one might want to work on another fundamental it's not a total team deal we try and keep it loose and that they can enjoy it because we don't want to make it look like they're going to be here for like six weeks and it's really going to be like a, a really tough deal
1: are there some guys you, you literally have to say, no, don't come, you need to take a break at some point?
6: Well, we, we've got some young, you know, we've got some older guys here and we got some younger guys, and it's kind of funny because we have older guys telling guys, hey, don't get gung-ho, it's a long season, but that same, that same older player that's telling this young guy to not be gung-ho was a gung-ho guy. <laughs> so there's nothing, there's nothing against being gung-ho but you still have to live the experience. You know, I've talked to a couple players that have been here. They signed and they, you know, they played in rookie ball and then they go to instruction League maybe and the clubhouse has maybe got total of 50 players tops. Well, they're going to find out here in a couple weeks. We're going to have 200 players in the clubhouse. When they have a home game here, we're going to have cars parked everywhere. All the fields are going to be used and it's it just... Talking to guys that come in for the first time, it's kind of mind-blowing to them how many people are actually here. And they have to live through it to understand it.
1: Joe Leppel's our guest. He's down in Florida right now at the CenturyLink Sports Complex where lots of uh, players of all levels are, are trickling in for the Twins in advance of the official open of camp. This is Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins brought to you by Discover St. Louis Park. You mentioned, Joel, that there's kind of an invitation list for the academy portion. There are other guys who who might just be in the area or live in the area. How do you guys as an organization go about deciding who to invite? Is that something where you and Brad and the rest of the organization will say, you know, this guy needs to work on that. We'd like to maybe transition this guy to to this type of player. Uh, Or is it more of a uh, kind of what the player desire? How much is it organizationally driven? How much is player driven?
6: Well, when we say invite, the invite was more for we have conditioning camps. We had two in the fall and one in the spring. But as far as uh, players coming down early, I should explain myself better. That That's their choice. They can come at any of those dates, and they're free, they can feel welcome. The invite part was more for the strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of identified some guys that – this guy needs to get stronger, this guy needs to learn how to gain weight, and this guy needs to learn how to lose weight. You know, every uh, individual had its its own deal.
1: Now, I know a guy like Oswaldo Arce has been there for the bulk of the winter, and we saw him up here, and he appears to be in phenomenal physical shape. Uh, How long has Ozzy been around down there, and is he a guy you've been working with since you've been down there?
6: Well, he's been down there. uh, He didn't go and play winter ball this year. I'm kind of proud of him. I mean, he, he... he came down here, and he's been working with our uh, strength uh, coordinator, Eric Beezer, all winter. He's uh, not, miss it, not missed any days, or I shouldn't say he's going at it really steady. He's really getting after it. I've uh, been impressed when he goes out and works on the stuff in the outfield, and his swing seems good. And he just seems like he's uh, got his mindset in the right direction.
1: Yeah, he certainly looked fantastic when he was up here for Twins Fest. Now, Miguel Sanoza, a guy everyone wonders about with the transition to the outfield. We've seen a lot of guys do it and do it very, very well. Alex Gordon, Michael Kedire right here in in Minnesota. Kyle Schwarber's done it. Miguel is a phenomenal athlete. Is he a guy that's been in camp? And and when you move a guy, how do you go about starting that? Is it drill work and, and detail work, or is it just letting him get some repetitions first, some sort of combination of both?
6: Well, I, you know, me and uh, Miguel talked, and it's just basically getting used to. You got a little more ground to cover, getting your legs under you, being able to run left and right. You're running a lot farther than you used to. I mean, when I use a machine just for a lot of reps, he had no problem. What I've seen so far of catching fly balls, there's some, there's some things that happen in the outfield like a hard line shot hit right at you which even good outfielders have, you know, that have played it a while, have some difficulty with a left-handed hitter cutting a ball down a right field line. You know, it's different oddball types of hits that don't happen a lot that he just, you know, it's going to take playing time. I personally don't foresee it uh, being a real issue because he's played shortstop. He's athletic. I mean, there's going to be some mistakes early. You ha- just have to be patient. But he's a, he's a baseball player, and he'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, undoubtedly he is an athlete and a baseball player. And, Joel, I know you've got only a few more weeks until it gets really crowded and crazy down there. Uh, what are you looking to accomplish uh, with this these groups before the, the full boat rolls in? And would you say in your long career in the game that you find that players are showing up for camp earlier, more of them are showing up earlier than in, in you know previous generations even?
6: Well, I think uh, basically the goal is just to get them to be moving around, to get their arms in shape and get their legs under them. Uh, We're not really burying them here. It's every individual does it their own way. You know, some have a more vigorous workout than others, and we just want to guide them along to get ready for the upcoming year. It's a long season. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I see is the guys that learn their body are the ones that continue to have success.
1: He's the pride of Plato, Minnesota. Joel, we appreciate your time, and you enjoy that sundown there, and you're going to have a whole lot of company here before too long.
6: All right, Chris. Yep. Thank you.
1: All right, that's Joel Leppel, field coordinator from Ford Myers. This is Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins. We'll play Scouts Honor and hear from Jake Reed, all coming up on the home for Twins baseball.
2: Need a location for your big event? Target Field might be the place for you. With many unique spaces around the park, there's a perfect spot for your concert, wedding, or banquet. Contact a representative to start planning your event today.
4: Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest
2: for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys, don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk.
0: A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council.
2: don't have a field to play baseball on, they'll find somewhere else to play. Help the Twins Community Fund's Fields for Kids program build and restore fields. Learn what you can do or make a donation at twinscommunityfund.org. The Minnesota Twins Community Fund is supported by Minnesota Twins Cornerstone Partners, Target, U.S. Bank, Treasure Island Resort and Casino, and Delta Airlines. We thank them for supporting youth baseball and softball throughout the upper Midwest and for getting more kids in the game.
1: Wednesday night, it's Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins every Wednesday night until uh, opening day. You can talk Twins baseball here from 7 to 8 across our network. And, of course, we just heard from Joel Leppel. Joel Leppel down at Ford Myers, uh, expressing literally no concern over Miguel Sano's transition to the outfield been firing balls at him out there. Uh, he says there will be some bumps early, but uh, likes what he sees in the early going. Also very complimentary of the work of Oswaldo Arcia, which backs up what we saw here uh, during uh, Twins Fest when uh, Oswaldo Arcia appeared to be in fantastic shape. Leppel adding that the work he's putting in on the field, not just as far as the workout is concerned, uh, has been outstanding throughout the course of the winter. That was Joel Leppel, kind enough to join us from Fort Myers earlier this afternoon. Deep Cuts is brought to you by Discover St. Louis Park. We're trying to discover who we're talking about in our Scouts Honor Competition. We want to send two of you, uh, a winner and a guest to a game at Target Field to watch the Twins. We've lifted a scouting report from Terry Ryan's office. Our first clue was he does not walk. He does strike out, but he passes the eye test as a contact hitter. And the answers are pouring in. We've heard a uh, couple of Kirby Puckett, a Ben Revere, Kent Herbeck, Max Kepler, who's been profiled on the show, have all been suggested. And we want those uh, suggestions to keep on coming at Twins Radio with the hashtag Scouts Honor to hopefully help you make your guess. We're going to give you clue number two right now, and it may eliminate some of the choices you've been mulling over in your head. Clue number two, direct quote from the scouting report on this twin, past, present, or future, quote, he can really fly both on the base paths and in the field. There you go. He can really fly both on the base paths and in the field. That is scouts' honor clue number two. Keep him coming our direction Hashtag scouts honor uh, at Twins Radio. Now, a little spoiler alert. Our answer tonight is not Jake Reed. This is not Jake Reed's scouting report, but we're going to meet Jake Reed, fine young reliever for the Minnesota Twins, when we return. An interesting guy with an awful lot to say. You'll meet him next right here on your home for Twins Baseball.
2: Delightful Caribbean getaway is closer than you think when you book a hotel stay at Treasure Island Resort Casino. Whether you're looking for romance, gaming excitement, or a leisurely extended stay, we're sure to have a hotel package to help you escape without the long and expensive flight and no passports required. Discover your paradise today at TICasino.com or call 1-800-222-7077. The island is calling. Treasure
4: Island Resort and Casino!
2: Center for Diagnostic Imaging is the official MRI provider for the Minnesota Twins. But did you know, in addition to offering CT, X-ray, and mammograms, our variety of MRI options fit the unique needs of each patient. If you are claustrophobic, CDI is the only imaging provider in Minnesota with the most advanced options in open MRI, providing a calmer, more relaxed experience. If you need an MRI, tell your doctor you want to go to CDI. Visit mycdi.com twins to learn more.
3: Pentair makes rain a home field advantage at Target Field. Pentair's rainwater recycle system, which is located under the outfield, captures and filters rainwater. The rainwater is reused to irrigate the field, wash the lower level stadium seats and more. And it's a hit, saving the twins nearly 2 million gallons of water each year. Visit pentair.com twins to learn more about other sustainable water solutions. Pentair, the official sustainable water provider of the Minnesota Twins.
2: St. Louis Park is a great place to shop, stay, eat and play, but did you know you better watch out for fly balls? That's because St. Louis Park is that close to Target Field. St. Louis Park is close to it all, providing big city amenities with small town charm and conveniences like free parking and it's ideal for your Twins pregame routine. Park.com can help you plan your next business meeting, weekend getaway, wedding or any occasion, receive discounted rates on lodging and planning assistance. Find it all in one place, discover stlouispark.com, comfortably close to Target
1: Field. There's two ways to enjoy the Hall of Fame taste of Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Traditional glass bottles in six packs or by the case, or the go anywhere, chill instantly, non-breakable, resealable aluminum bottles. Choose your fun and create a legendary memory today. Minnesota-made Killebrew Old-Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Available at Cub Foods for your next get-together. Killabrew It's how memories are created and legends are made.
3: You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Welcome back
1: to Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins, brought to you by Discover St. Louis Park. Chris Atterbury from our network headquarters right here at Target Field. Now, all winter long in a variety of forums and mediums, Twins fans have heard about the group of powerful young bullpen arms tearing through the minor leagues and b lining for Minnesota. Names like J.T. Chagua, who we discussed last week with Tyler Duffy, Mason Melitakis, both 2012 draft picks returning from arm surgeries, not to mention the 2014 draft products like Michael Cedaroth, Nick Birdie, and Jake Reed. All come from college backgrounds. All have tasted their first bit of adversity in the minor leagues and all now hoping to come out on the other side of that adversity and find their way to the big leagues. Before they get here, though, it's nice to figure out exactly who these guys are, and we start tonight with Jake Reed. A college closer at the University of Oregon, Reed prepped at San Diego's famed Helix High School, a school boasting a rich athletic history featuring guys like Bill Walton, Alex Smith and Reggie Bush.
5: I mean, it's like kind of one of those schools where you, um, almost like you see in like movies with Texas football, like you're a little kid and and you grow up going to the games and every Friday night, it's it's a... You know, a packed house. It's a huge deal. It's almost like a, like a professional atmosphere. So I grew up um, just right down the street from Helix um, and grew up watching Alex and, and Reggie play. So, you know, you know from from a young age that's where you're gonna go. Um, and yeah, I mean, pretty much every sport there we're we're just dominant at and we take a lot of pride in it. So uh, it was just a great experience going going there for four years.
1: A 3 sports star, Reed was forced to give up football eventually so he couldn't quite go cold turkey. It was, um,
5: football was one of those things that like, you know, just like baseball, you started playing really young and I just loved it. And um, my junior year was my first year starting as a quarterback. My sophomore year, I backed up. So my junior year, I was having, you know, a pretty good year. And about halfway through the year, I hurt my knee pretty bad. And uh, we weren't exactly sure if it was, you know, an ACL or what it was, but we, got an MRI, I got it back, and it, it was just an MCL sprain, which was great news. Um, took a couple weeks off, came back. First game I come back, I break my foot. So it was honestly just one of the things that I really didn't have much of a choice. It was either keep playing football and kind of risking it or um, you know, really focus on baseball. Because at that, at that point in my baseball career, I didn't have any offers or anything yet. And, so it was kind of time to uh, really just focus on on baseball. And uh, that next season, I ended up, you know, I, I wasn't going to play. And a couple weeks before the season, I texted my the football coach and like, hey, is there anything I could do? Like, he's, I was a kicker and punter as well. So he's like, yeah, I mean, we, if you want to come out and kick and punch, still like, come out to practice for twenty minutes a day, and then get out of there and go to the baseball field. So. I was able to go out there my senior year and you know just be around the guys and I was kicking and punting so it was pretty laid back but it was I think it was crucial for my baseball career to, to make that decision.
1: While Jake gave up on quarterbacking, he didn't and still hasn't been able to give up another lifelong love, surfing.
5: Yeah, I mean I, I grew up, I lived in San Diego, practically my whole life, so uh, I started surfing when I was little and just um, you know never really stopped and. You know, when I was able, when I was finally able to drive, it was—I mean, pretty much going to the beach every day, and uh, you know, it really hasn't changed. So, I mean, whenever there's waves, uh, I'm, you know, I'm out there. So
1: Reed has been fortunate health-wise riding the waves, and he endorses it has an all-body workout.
5: Not yet. I mean, I haven't. I mean, knock on wood, I haven't had any serious injuries. I've—I've I've had cuts and bumps every every now and then, but. I mean, it beats snowboarding, you know. I mean, we don't get, obviously don't get snow in San Diego, so uh, you know, I don't skateboard or anything. I just, you know, surf every day. So it's, it keeps you in good shape too.
1: Yep, you heard that right. A San Diego surfer who doesn't skateboard. That's a rare animal indeed.
5: Well, like I I mean, growing up, you know, playing three sports and stuff. My dad just never let it happen. Like I never really owned a skateboard. I have longboards, you know, that I'll cruise around on. But um, you know, my dad was super strict with that and never let me, you know, go to skate parks or start jumping around on those things at all, just because it's it's just such a liability with injuries and stuff. And I wouldn't want to, you know, call Brad Style and tell him, hey, I can't come to spring training this year. I got a broken arm from skateboarding. So
1: now, only in San Diego, perhaps, can a guy who claims he doesn't skateboard. Still saying the same breath that he has a longboard that he uses just to get around town. Now, instead of skating, Jake likes to compliment his wave riding with another classic and considerably safer beach pursuit, the ukulele.
5: Um, so Helix, um, it's a very diverse school. There's a lot of Polynesian kids there and my best friend in high school was, uh, he's Samoan. And uh, it was just so weird like seeing this huge, you know, offensive lineman with just this little tiny instrument but he'd be carrying it around school and it just looked so easy and fun to play and um, so I got my first ukulele for Christmas uh, my sophomore year of high school and just kinda like it was during winter break and that was two weeks so by the time I got back to high school and school started again after winter break I was already pretty decent just from YouTube and stuff and then like I said, being friends with uh, a lot of Polynesian kids in high school, just like they kind of teach you new songs. And so I just kind of like took it and ran with it. And I'm just like so obsessed with it. Like I, I really can't be, you know, weeks without it. So, you know, I bring it, I bring it with me for sure, uh, you know, during the baseball season. And I have a couple of them now. So, they'll, you know, I'll bring one with me on the road. And so, yeah, it's just something that, um You know really whenever i'm sitting down as opposed to watching tv or something whenever i'm bored i'll you know just pick it up and start playing or take it to the beach or whatever so it's it's just easy to play and and i really like it so
1: jake reed and his ukulele will be in big league camp this season we'll hear more from Reed a little bit later on on deep cuts on his relationship with his fellow minor league relievers and also the culture of the twins minor leagues what that means to him. All of that coming up later on Deep Cuts. Right now, we step aside. We'll come back with more Scouts Honor next on your home Twitch baseball.
2: Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life. Meet the grads of life. Young adults of unique determination and experience, an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of
3: untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. I heard on the news about that
4: five-year-old who found his Mm -hmm. uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online. For like a year, she couldn't take it anymore, so she got her dad's gun from his nightstand. I heard on the news about that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet. He accidentally shot his cousin in the head. She killed herself. And later killed the owner of the store he was trying to rob. If you own a gun, you have a
0: full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, Be sure it can't get into the hands of
1: curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council.
2: Need a location for your big event? Target Field might be the place for you. With many unique spaces around the park, there's a perfect spot for your concert, wedding, or banquet. Contact a representative to start planning your event today.
4: My name is Tom. My name is Cindy. We give to and volunteer with United Way at our Community Free Health Clinic. We know our time and money are going to the right places. We don't just wear the shirt. We live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer.
2: Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.
1: This is Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins all across the Treasure Island Baseball Network. It's brought to you by Discover St. Louis Park. And a reminder that we're just three weeks from tonight will be the spring training opener. We'll broadcast it across our network. And a reminder that that means the regular season can't be far away. And here's a twin season ticket package that allows you to choose your games. It's called the Flex Plan. You'll receive 20 tickets that can be redeemed in any increment for almost all home games. Plus, You'll receive some sweet spot benefits and other perks of being a season ticket holder. Flex plans available in the home plate view and field view sections of Target Field. Visit twinsbaseball.com flex for more information. We're playing Scouts Honor tonight. We're also going to hear much, much more from Jake Reed. Hope you enjoyed that first half of our conversation with Jake, the surfing uh the quarterbacking at helix Eye, being a place kicker uh, a lot of different elements to jake reed we haven't even got to the baseball part with reed just yet we'll find out a bit more about his family some of the coaches and how much he loves competition and winning uh when we speak with him again a little bit later in our program as for scouts honor the Guesses are pouring in, and we're happy to see them. Hashtag Scouts Honor, at Twins Radio is the, uh, is the Twitter handle. We have received over 20 different names, including Eduardo Escobar, a couple of Chuck Knoblox, Paul Molitor, a Shane Mack, a couple of Byron Buxton, some Rod Carews, and those names came in after our last clue, which was he can really fly, both on the base paths and in the field. The first clue, he does not walk, he does strike out, but he passes the eye test, as a contact hitter, he can fly both on the base pads and in the field. The other clue we shared just might sneak in a few extra clues uh, again on Twitter, at Twins Radio. Uh, and here's our final clue that we'll share with you over the air. He has arm strength to make the play from the hole. Again, that's a verbatim lifted from the original scatter report. He has arm strength to make the play from the hole. So he doesn't walk, does strike out, eye test as a contact hitter. They can really fly on the base pass and in the field, and arm strength to make the play from the hole. Again, giving away two twins tickets if you can decipher exactly who the scout is discussing here at Twin Past, Present, or Future. Hashtag Scouts Honor and at Twins Radio. Hey, if you need a new baseball video game for your iOS or Android device, swipe for the fences and try MLB.com Line Drive with over 120 levels you can download for free today. We are just over halfway with tonight's edition of Deep Cut, and just at the halfway point of our conversation with Jake Reed. He talks about winning culture. It's the money clip of the night, winning culture with Jake Reed. It's coming up next on Home for Twins Baseball.
2: Park is a great place to shop, stay, eat and play, but did you know you better watch out for fly balls? That's because St. Louis Park is that close to Target Field. St. Louis Park is close to it all, providing big city amenities with small town charm and conveniences like free parking and it's ideal for your twin's pregame routine. DiscoverStLouisPark.com can help you plan your next business meeting, weekend getaway, wedding or any occasion, receive discounted rates on lodging and planning assistance. Find it all in one place, DiscoverStLouisPark.com, comfortably close to Target Field.
0: Hey, here's a stunner. Ford F-Series is America's best-selling brand of trucks again. You mean the same brand that's been America's favorite since your dad had hair is number one again? Yeah, who could have seen that coming? And it wasn't even close. What's kept Ford F-Series on top for 39 years straight? Game-changing innovation, pal. Like the high-strength military-grade aluminum alloy in the F-150. You may have noticed the competition came up short again understandable seeing how its aluminum alloy helps make f-150 stronger more capable and more efficient than ever before and the innovation doesn't stop there f-150 also offers features like available pro trailer backup assist that makes slipping your trailer into tight spaces as easy as slipping a bratwurst into a bun ford f-series f-150 super duty making every other truck brand history is full-size pickups under 8,500 pounds, GVWR based on Ford segmentation. EPA estimated fuel economy rating of 19 City 26 Highway 22 combined MPG. 2.7 liter EcoBoost V6 4x2. Actual mileage
3: will vary. Mayo Clinic Sports Medicine Center has teamed up with Exos, a pioneer in human performance, to help athletes of all ages and abilities maximize their potential. From aspiring youth, high school, and college athletes to weekend warriors, Discover our customized performance training programs at Mayo Clinic Square in Minneapolis or Mayo Clinic in Rochester. Mayo Clinic is changing your game.
4: It's more than a network. It's reliable uptime and multi-layered security. It's your company's backbone. With CenturyLink, you get advanced technology solutions, including a high-performing broadband network, along with cloud and hosting services, all with dedicated, responsive support. Getting a trusted partner means you're free to focus on growing your business. CenturyLink, your link to what's next. Visit CenturyLink.com slash link today.
2: This is the Treasure Island Baseball Network.
1: Welcome back to Deep Cuts. Chris Atterbury with you from our network headquarters here at Target Field, brought to you by Discover St. Louis Park as we continue to discover more about Jake Reed. Returning now to our conversation with Twins minor league reliever Jake Reed, who's eager to find the same success in Minnesota on the diamond that the other Jake Reed, of whom he is well aware, by the way, had on the gridiron here. Now, success is nothing new for Reed. In fact, he's known nothing but winning throughout his career, be it a prep career at Helix High School in San Diego, at the University of Oregon, or in the Twins system, where he's won two championships in his two seasons, and heck, even in the Arizona Fall League, where he was part of a championship pile this past year. He credits it all to a great run of coaches and managers.
5: Ever since, literally, my best friend's dad and my dad coached together, so, from, I mean, the time I, I could remember, I've always had great coaching um, from my dad and, and being, his name's Dan Smith, um, who's like a second dad to me, a second family to me, and growing up, Little League and Pony and everything before high school, um, you know, coached me in every sport. And then when I got to high school, uh, my high school coach still there, Cole Holland, uh, just is an unbelievable coach, could be coaching D1 if he you, if you really wanted to, but... Uh, he lives in San Diego, and just you know, obviously he's got a family and doesn't want to leave. And he just does a great job. So, and then obviously, when I got to, to college, playing for Coach Horton, it was just I have been so lucky with um, with the coaches in my life. I've gotten really lucky with those guys that have been, you know, at the helm and teaching me, um, you know, how to do things. So,
1: now Jake includes Doug Mankavich, his minor league skipper, in that group. We'll hear more on that in a bit. But he did mention George Horton. His coach at Oregon, where Horton literally started the program from scratch and has turned it into a power. Horton was also Kurt Suzuki's skipper at Cal State Fullerton. And the draw of helping create a winning tradition, not just be another link in an existing chain, well, that helped bring Reed to Horton and Oregon.
5: Yeah, so, so my freshman year, I think, was the fourth year. Um, and the year before that, they made it to a regional, which was a huge deal for them. They won 40 games. Um, And then my freshman year we made it to a super regional and we hosted and it was just huge for the program and for the city um, Just to kind of get exposed to that and you know for so long it had been you know football and track school And so you know when baseball kind of came into the picture that year It was was really big for them as far as recruit recruiting guys and so my three years there we had we had a lot of success and um, you know coach Horton has done a great job of, of Getting that program to where it is already in such a short amount of time, it's actually incredible.
1: That experience prepped Reed for his transition to pro ball, where in two seasons, as mentioned, he's won two rings playing for Mankiewicz. Reed credits the winning culture of the Twins organization for the success, and he's grateful for a chance to work in that type of environment.
5: I think it's huge because I think minor leagues can be such like a, a personalized sport almost where at any other level that we've played before, it's, it's all about the team, especially when you come from college. And then when you get to the minor leagues, it kind of gets flipped on you, and it's you know your individual performance is so important um, as far as, you know as far as your own career. Um, but I think when you have a team <clears throat> and a bunch of guys that really still care about winning, and of course you're gonna you know obviously you care about your career as well. But when when the ultimate goal is to win, I think that puts everybody in the best position to do well personally. Um, so yeah, it's been great, like we said, with the the crop of guys that. That I've been lucky enough to play with since I've been a twin. Um, it's just this culture that, like, I just came like right into, and it's it's really fun to be a part of. You know, like it's um, just like being with Doug. Like he's the same way. Doug and Cabeus, he just, he just wants to win, and there's really nothing else to it. Just get it done somehow. You know, and that's kind of like been instilled in the rest of the guys that have played under him for a couple years. And it's either like get with the program or you're gonna get shipped out. So it's 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 a lot of fun.
1: That approach carried over to the Arizona Fall League. Twins farmhands like Trevor Hildenberger, Nick Birdie, Mitch Garver, and catcher Stuart Turner captured another championship together.
5: It was great. I mean it was my second time, so I you know, went into it kinda of knowing what to expect and <clears throat> it's real laid back and um, me and Nick threw really well and it was it was kind of fun. You know getting to it would be like me throwing in the eighth and then him coming in the ninth So it was kind of cool. Just um, you know being able to do that and even Hildenberger, I mean he would it was almost like this. Yeah, it was like if our starters got through You know five or six you know Trevor You know me and birdie would co- get in there towards the end of the game and you know it was kind of cool that it was all you know the same guys You in know, the championship game <clears throat> it was it was Trevor and then I got up and then birdie got up and that was it you know so it was yeah and S- Stewart was catching so no the fall the fall league's awesome. I, I love it and you know it's you know just another chance to meet a bunch of new guys and it's a good little way to end the season for sure now
1: Jake is just one of a handful of promising prospects all hoping to reach the big leagues this year the mathematical reality not everybody makes it there isn't room for every minor league star to be a major leaguer but Reed wouldn't trade that internal competition for anything.
5: Yeah, I mean, absolutely, you're, every single day when you have those kind of guys around you, you're gonna get pushed by them. And, you know, whether it's performance based or, you know, just anything off the field, um, there's always that sense of competition. I think one thing um, that's important, one thing I learned last year is not to get too caught up in what other people are doing, which I think probably, uh, you know, everybody's guilty of doing at some point in their minor league career, but, um, I think most importantly you just kind of got to focus on what you're doing and all those guys are great guys uh, so it's it's awesome having them around and and like I said we all push each other to some extent Um, but yeah it's it's crazy how talented you know this this young group of guys is that we've kind of and the older guys too that we've you know that we're kind of catching up as far as you know what team what team we're on with them Um, but just being around those guys every day it's it's almost like an all-star team or something like It's crazy.
1: Crazy indeed, and we'll get crazier next with three cuts as we'll put Jake Reed on the hot seat and ask him a couple of questions, see what kind of answers he's able to come up with in a pinch. That's coming up next. This is Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins right here on your home, Twins Baseball.
4: My suit can still make an impression.
0: And my lamp can bring others a bright future.
4: Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Goodwill.
0: Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. Brought to you by Goodwill and the
3: Ad Council get that old clunker out of the garage by donating your vehicle through the twins community fund you're actually turning your car into new equipment and playing fields for thousands of youth baseball and softball players across twins territory from giving inner city youth access to the game to renovating that rundown baseball field in your hometown your gift makes a huge difference to learn more and make a donation visit twinscommunityfund.org that's twinscommunityfund.org When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be,
1: teaching was at the top of your list, but things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think
0: teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics?
3: Chemistry?
2: Need a location for your big event? Target Field might be the place for you. With many unique spaces around the park, there's a perfect spot for your concert, wedding, or banquet. Contact a representative to start planning
4: your event today. Today, my new dad threw a barbecue. I burnt everything.
1: Welcome back to Deep Cuts, brought to you by Discover St. Louis Park. Jake Reed, kind enough to join us here tonight. And uh, as we've heard, a very diverse guy with a uh, big arm. And we're going to be seeing him here in Minnesota before too long. And, Jake, this is called Three Cuts. And so I'm just going to ask you three questions. They might be horrible. They might be fantastic. And we're going to build off some of the things you've already talked about. We'll start with uh, the ukulele. All right. You, you got a sold-out symphony hall. And you're going to perform and you're the opening act. What, what's your go-to? What do you lead with on the uke?
5: That's a tough one. Uh, I would probably say, like, something that the crowd would be able to get into right away. So probably, like, somewhere over the rainbow, maybe. maybe.
1: Do you do vocals, too?
5: Yeah, I mean, I'll sing. Uh, most of the time, like, if I'm alone, I'm still kind of not at that point yet where I'm comfortable doing it around a bunch of people. But, I mean, if that many people are there to see me, we might make an exception.
1: Yeah, if they've bought the tickets, you got to give the people right. what they want. Uh, moving right along, surfing obviously is something that's been a big part of your life. Uh, okay, you get the endless summer treatment where you can hit any beach to catch any waves. Is there a beach whether you've surfed it already or one you've dreamed about surfing uh, that you would want to go to?
5: Yeah, I was uh, this actually this past winter a few weeks ago. I was lucky enough to go on a, a little surf trip to Maui um so we surfed probably four or five different spots there and just had the time of our lives so if i could go back there again and do it all over i i would for sure so
1: all right san diego is is home for you and san diego has its own cuisine you got the fish tacos the smell of the uh, of the ocean breeze Now the minor leagues are a little different whether you're in e-town cedar rapids which is a whole different smell uh or you're in chattanooga in terms of the cuisine Uh, Is there something you miss when you're not in San Diego when you're out traveling around that you just can't get elsewhere?
5: Uh, I would say the Mexican food for sure. I mean for me I live pretty far south in in San Diego, so I'm close to the border and you know Obviously the closer you get down south the the better the foods gonna be Um, but there's just like there's just like a level of authenticity and and um, You know that you're not gonna really get anywhere else. So um, I would say the Mexican food for sure.
1: All right, there you have it. Grab some Mexican food, a ticket to the ukulele concert, and wax up your board. That's three cuts with Jake Reed. Yeah, fun to get to know Jake Reed. Jake Reed here for his first Twins Fest. He'll be in his first big league camp. And Reed, an interesting guy. He has won everywhere he's been. That's what he expects to do. Two seasons in the minor leagues uh, and championship. Dog piles have ended both of them plus the championship in the AFL. Uh, an interesting guy, and again, who among that group will we see a Target Field this year? Will it be Reed? Will it be Birdie? It's going to be a big conversation throughout the course of spring training, and it won't end when the 25 guys head north uh, to tangle with Baltimore. It's going to be a conversation that is ongoing throughout the course of the season. This is, of course, Deep Cuts as we wrap things up here. Another edition of Deep Cuts brought to you by Discover St. Louis Park. Stay, shop, eat, and play comfortably close to Target Field. Find it all at discoverstlouispark.com. Boy, great, great uh, turnout tonight for Scouts Honor. Uh, We had over 30 different twins. Even Ron Davis and Butch Weiniger were suggested tonight. We got our first Tsuyoshi Nishioka guess of the year as we looked at the original scouting report. And you have to guess who the player is. Here were the clues: He does not walk and he does strike out, but he passes the eye test. As a contact hitter. Clue number two, he can really fly both on the base paths and in the field. And clue number three, he has arm strength to make the play from the hole. The man who uh, wrote the scouting report was Earl Frischman, who did most of the work on this young man before the Twins acquired him in a trade with the New York Yankees. and Ironically, the guy they traded to get him, well, he was a guy a lot of people guessed on this one, and that was Chuck Knobloch. It was the Knobloch trade, and the answer tonight. A shortstop, Christian Guzman, who still has a team record 20 triples uh, in a season. He played six years for the Twins, 11 in the big league, second in franchise history only to Ron Carew with 61 triples. He was an all-star at shortstop in 2001 in the American League. Other shortstops in the American League that year, Miguel Tejada, Alex Rodriguez, Nomar Parra, Derek Jeter, and Cal Ripken. He came over in the trade along with Buck Buchanan and Eric Milton, who was the real headliner, but Earl Frischman really liked what they saw. He was an A-ball. Twins threw him right into the fire at A. The Yankees were willing to part with Guzman because they had this Jeter character who they thought might be okay at short down the road, and that turned out to be true. And the Twins saying they needed depth in the middle infield. They valued him and also thought that he really would play well in the Metrodome specifically with his abilities and his approach. Had a big body for shortstop, a big guy, and he played very well. In a twins uniform christian guzman the answer we got several christian guzman's eventually tom Sauer wins the tickets here tonight so congratulations to tom we appreciate everybody who weighed in in our scouts honor competition be sure to tune in next week and every week here on deep guts for another edition of scouts on it now that we know who is going to target field with a couple of tickets let's uh recap the show a bit we were joined uh, by Joel Leppel. We are joined by Jake Reed. So let's uh, touch the bases one at a time with some high points to take away from the last hour of radio. We start with Joel Leppel, not concerned about what Miguel Sano's transition is going to be like, likes the work he's putting in down there. Also, lavishing praise on Oswaldo Arcia for the work he's putting in as Joel joined us from the CenturyLink Sports Complex where uh, a clack of folks in early working, twin seeing the effects now of that beautiful academy down there with the offseason work. But what he really wanted to talk about what we had to leave on the editing floor was Adam Esselman. Now who's that? Is he a great young minor leaguer, a power hitter, a power arm? No. Adam in fact is an intern in baseball communications this summer. Just met him myself this morning, but Adam is from Hamburg, Minnesota. When you're from Plato, Minnesota, and they hire a guy from Hamburg, Minnesota, well I'm telling you what, that's what you want to talk about. So that is what Joel and I talked about for most of the day. Also, by the way, Joel Eppel college and professional roommates with Gene Glenn first in Mankato and then in the Expos organization moving on from small-town Minnesota we stop at second base where we learned that surfing helps you stay in shape for baseball no skateboards no snowboards for Jake Reed but surfing keeps him in shape and he loved that trip to Maui and then at base number three the winning culture my big takeaway from the conversation how excited Reed is by the culture that he says he walked right into when he joined the organization Mentioning that the minor leagues can be very personalized, and that's a transition after it's a, a team first game for your entire life, in particular in college. But the transition easy with this group gave Doug Mankiewicz a lot of credit. Where the ultimate goal is to win, and when that happens, everybody's in their best position to advance. The quote there just wants to win, nothing else uh, to to just get it done. And then he said, "Get with the program or get shipped out." And I thought that was uh, interesting to hear from Jake Reed. And finally. You ever catch him headlining at Carnegie Hall? Spoiler alert, somewhere over the rainbow. Going to be his opening act on the ukulele, and he will sing if you put the money down. Though he's a little hesitant to do so. Most of his vocal work being done currently in private. Appreciate getting to know Jake Reed tonight. Hope you did as well. We've got another great guest lined up next week, 7 o'clock across our network, Deep Cuts. Trevor Plouf joins us, and Trevor Plouf with an epic edition of Three Cuts that you won't want to miss as he waxes poetic about Southern California. And the mythology of the pool guy, he knows of what he speaks. You're not going to want to miss it. That's next week. For now, we appreciate Joel Apple and Jake Reed stopping by to make your Wednesday night. My name's Chris Atterbury for a whole crew and a new crew with that on the other side of the window. Saying so long from Target Field. We'll talk to you next week right here on your home for Twins Baseball.